sharing these songs with people and uh, just singing my guts out to as many people as I can. <laughs> hey, so good to be back. Um, welcome. Uh, yeah, so glad you're here for this uh, new episode of Green Room Door. I'm Dave Trout. We love going behind the scenes, um, sometimes to physical green rooms to um, get you um, interviews and access to uh, the artists making the most meaningful music on the planet today. So um, we've been away for a little bit, mostly just kind of taking a hiatus through the holidays, um, but we're picking up. Uh, we're still in the middle of our third season of Green Room Door. And um, as we dive back in, we have oh, a juggernaut of a show for you. Um, in fact, we'll tell you that coming up in the second half of the show, uh, we have a brand new interview with Bretton Cox, uh, just one of my new favorite songwriters and worship artists who released um, an incredible album in mid-2019 called Fountain to Fountain. Um, and in the first half of the show, um, we are going to be chatting with none other than veteran singer-songwriter Jeremy Casella, and especially talking about his um, incredible new work called Spirit. And uh, because of the delay, we're able to tell you that Spirit has been honored by the UTR panel of critics as one of the top 11 gourmet albums of the year. So that's so cool. Um, in fact, uh, before we dive into our conversation, let's listen to a little sample from that album, Spirit. Here's Jeremy Casella. Cause I got mercy for miles and miles I got truth for the years And it goes on for ages and ages Stretching into the clear gotta tell you i've been really looking forward to um this time so 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 glad you're with us jeremy hey thanks for having me on well it's always a really big deal to us whenever you release a new project and i know that uh a lot of life has happened to you so catch us up um what what is some of the the life that has kind of gone into the inspiration of this new album well, I had gone through a pretty intense period of uh, change in my life over the last six years, um, having walked through a really 
painful divorce. And that season of loss and change and really tragedy and immense pain um, bore a lot of fruit that uh, God got to show me how faithful and how close and how near he is uh, to his people and to me and my family. And some of the experiences I had being comforted by the Lord, being tended to by the Holy Spirit really um, impacted me in a way that I, it just changed my life entirely. Um, I'd been a Christian since I was eight years old, but uh, had never known the Lord in such an intimate way as I've come to know him uh, since that time and, and, and during that time. So that informed uh, a lot of the things that went into the making of this new album. Mm, yeah, love it. Um, your new project, Spirits, uh, was crowdfunded, which um, is a kind of a nerve-wracking, uh, risky trusting uh, experience for artists um but uh, we're we're very pro crowdfunding around here and uh, interested to get your perspective your take on your experience yeah i was so uh happy to do the kickstarter crowdfunding uh campaign this was my second one uh both of them thankfully have been a success and i think that's really a tribute to the people who listen to my music um i've been doing this for 20 years now. And, uh, I've kickstarted, uh, this project and the one before, and it's just been a joy to really invite people to partner in with me on creation, uh, the creation of new music. Um, that's really what it's about. It's about bringing the people who love your music, who get what you do, uh, getting them on board and bringing them around your music on the front end, uh, and then inviting them to sort of participate in the process um, by getting in at the beginning. And yeah. thankfully, uh, it's a little scary, but thankfully it works out. Um, yeah. You know, I, I, I was afraid. I mean, you're always afraid when you do a crowdfunding campaign. <laughs> but, um, but thankfully, uh, it, it was successful. And mm, I'm really, yeah. really grateful. <laughs> nice. Well, I think this is a good spot to listen to another little sample of the new project. Um, this is the second track on the album, this is a clip from the song Autumn in Kingston Springs. Uh, this is from Jeremy Casella's latest project, Spirit. as a whole, um, what do you see as sort of the woven themes throughout all the songs? I'd say the key themes and the messages uh, woven into the album um, really center on the idea 
of Emmanuel, God with us, that through the Holy Spirit, God moves in our lives um, to heal us, to renew us, to restore us, um, to really resurrect us, to guide us. Um, He's moving in our lives, and we are not alone. So that's the main theme of the album, is that we are not alone, even though so often we feel that we are alone. We feel that God is, you know, miles and miles away from us, sometimes a universe away from us. And um, this, the, the key themes of this record really center on that idea that, that we are not alone, that God is with us and he's for us. It's actually his name, Emmanuel, God with us. Um, his name is with us. And that's the, that's the game changer, you know, the, the cliche proverbial you know, game changer is that God is here. He's not far. And we experience this, uh, especially in times of suffering, when we draw near to him and let him carry us and comfort us. Yeah. Well, anybody who has followed your music for years would probably label you, as I do, a an exceptional lyric writer, a, a lyricist primarily. But um, obviously your music has had tons of unique sonic elements through the years um and this album has a very unique musical tone to it there's lots of room for musical breathing in it and just wanted to get your perspective on how you approached um the overall kind of musical arrangements of this album well the string arrangements um were written by ben shive um and I wanted to take what I had recorded, um, which I gave to him, you know, after we had recorded everything for him to arrange some strings. So there's a string quartet, just four voices, cello, viola, and two violins. And we just wanted to wrap these songs, a handful of them, about six of them with, uh, with some live string quartet, um, arrangements. That was really important to me. I think beauty is a great tool uh, that you can use uh, as a production technique, um, sort of the point behind the point. I mean, beauty for beauty's sake is, is always good, but I think what we're trying to do on this album and what we, I think, do successfully on a lot of the songs is is try to get at the place of pointing, using beauty to point to God. Um, and we do that by uh, the production being so sparse. I mean, a lot of these songs, is just a guitar and a voice or a piano and a voice, and then the strings come in and really lift things up and gently drop them back down. And so all of that use of space is really intentional uh, to let the listener have an encounter, hopefully, with the Holy Spirit himself. That was the uh, goal. And I think we got there on a lot of the songs. <laughs> Absolutely. No, I. the whole album, front to back, is, is just a beautiful listen. So uh, well done. In fact... Um, when you look at the project uh, as a whole, are there any songs that stick out that um, maybe surprised you and how they turned out? Like um, you had, you know, the the direction in your head or where it was going to go, and then when you got to the finish line, you just look back and in a little bit of a surprise. Man, that's a great question. Um, yes, uh, two songs come to mind immediately. Uh, well, three, I'll say. First of all, uh, Many Waters. Um, Ben's string arrangement on that song just is really stunning. And we had the piano vocal done for, for almost a year before he put the strings to it. And when we were in the studio tracking the quartet, you know, live, it was just a transcendent 
experience uh, to be in there and hear that go down uh, in the studio. So that was something that really surprised me uh, in the finished product. The other two songs that really surprised me was a song called uh, Autumn in Kingston Springs. I love the interplay of the acoustic guitar with the the string quartet there. And Eric Darkin uh, and Matt Pearson just did some really beautiful orchestral percussion and bass uh, playing that really uh, bring a lot out of that song. And then another song that really surprised me is The Faithful Kind. And that surprised me because it's the it's the most bare song on the whole record. It's just a piano uh, that I'm playing in a, in a vocal. Um, and then we had Lucas just put this lonely organ on. You can barely hear it in the mix. But it's just so bare and really stark naked that it made me uncomfortable, you know, to put something out there with just that. But um, but it really works, and the vulnerability of it is really where it gets its power. And so, so often when you go in the studio, you think you've got to make something, you know, extra produced to be notable or interesting, and that's just really not the case. We're trying to take pictures of the human soul, and uh, so that was a nice surprise at the end of that one. Mm, yeah, <laughs> love it. That's so good. Uh, I love the you know, the inner thoughts there, the deep dive on those songs. That was fun. Um, you are very intentional about the music that you release. So I'm interested to know what do you hope the listener of spirit walks away with? I hope uh, a listener of these songs and this record really comes away with a sense of God's nearness to them. Uh, I hope they're comforted in some way. I hope that their spirit uh, personally is stirred um, and awakened to God. That's what I'm after. Um, and if that happened, I'd be really happy. Uh, that's the goal of the record is to let the Lord do his thing, um, which is part of the reason why the record is so bare. There's just so much space there. Uh, I'm leaving that space intentionally. Uh, for the listener to engage with God um, in these songs. And so that's what I want people to come away with. Mm, love it. Um, well, now that you have put this work into the world and it's in the hearts and ears of people listening, um, what do you hope to do uh, with this project? What, what are your plans for the next year ahead? Well, uh, all throughout 2020, I'll be doing a tour to support this record. I'll be playing the piano and the guitar and uh, mostly solo dates, um, although I am going to put together a pretty cool show here in Nashville with the entire band that played on the record and the string quartet. It's going to be really exciting at some point, probably uh, late summer or early fall for that concert. But the rest of the shows, uh, next spring and next summer and next fall, will be nationwide, um, spirit release concerts and uh i'm really excited about it so that's really what i'm going to be focused on just a whole lot of concerts sharing these songs with people and uh just singing my guts out to as many people as i can <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah, so good ah great to talk with jeremy casella you know if if utr had a hall of fame i know that jeremy would be one of those first ballot entrance um, just such a class act and um, one of our favorite artists of all time um, and if you haven't heard his latest project Spirit run go check it out right now um, as of right now the whole thing is not on Spotify yet 
or, or Apple Music or streaming services. There are several um, singles that you can hear from the project, um, but it's it's available right now on Bandcamp and um, iTunes, so you can um, do the digital download of it right now. You can also get the physical copy of the album if you ever if you see Jeremy in concert this year. I think the uh, CDs are also available at the Rabbit Room. Um, so it's definitely worth plunking down a few bucks to get it. Um, and it will be uh, available on streaming services sometime later this year. So uh, it's great to catch up with him. Um, so much has gone down since the last Green Room Door episode. There's no way to even update you on everything, but I'll, I'll mention a couple quick highlights. Uh, the top 11 gourmet albums of 2019 was awarded last month. And uh, yes, the album Spirit is on that list. Our critics panel also picked out some of the top gourmet songs of last year. You might want to check that list out. And it was the end of a decade, so they helped pick out the top 30 albums of the entire decade. And yes, a Jeremy Casella album is on that list. All of those are on our website, utrmedia.org. And in the last two months, we decided to throw a huge music party uh, coming up real soon. Yes, it's a new music festival um, that's going to be happening in Murfreesboro in Nashville, Tennessee on Memorial Weekend. It's called the White Owl Music Fest. Woo! We are pumped. We are turned and we want you to be there. Um, so... Uh, we're going to have all the details on the artist roster, the schedule, the, the ticket prices, all that coming up in just the next two weeks, really. So keep your eyes open at our website for that. Um, but mark your calendars now for Memorial Weekend. We want you to be at the White Owl Music Fest. Um, stick around because uh, we are not done. We have another brand new interview coming up in the second half. One of my favorite songwriters, Bretton Cox, will be joining us after this quick break. This UTR Media podcast is brought to you by the new EP from Arkansas-based singer-songwriter Sammy Lee Roller. Run to Thee by Sammy Lee Roller is a praise-filled and prayer-filled project that celebrates the refuge we have in God. But I'm not sure I've lost it all completely. Run to Thee by Sammy Lee Roller is available now on Spotify and all music platforms. This UTR Media podcast is brought to you by the new full-length record by Jesse Jack Murray. And he put on a show you know with the iridescent glow in the heart of a buffalo. Trail of Tears by Jesse Jack Murray is an acoustic folk album that asks poignant questions about our relationships, past and present, with Native Americans. And still I hear the words rumbling across this land of ours. And father of all people, I hope you would be able. Trail of Tears by Jesse Jack Murray is produced in partnership with Renew the Arts and is available now on Spotify and all major music platforms.
Welcome back to the second half of Green Room Door. I'm Dave Trout. Uh, you know, one of the most respected and loved authors of all time is C.S. Lewis. And uh, there's just so many people who follow his work. And if you ask people why they love his writing so much, you'll hear a common answer come up time and time again. It goes something like this. He took concepts that you know, we, we, we kind of understand or partially understand. And he puts words and phrases and allegories, um, you know, to these concepts to help them come to life in a fresh way. Um, and it still is ringing true today as, as, as we read his work. Well, such is the case with our next artist. Bretton Cox is one of those rare gems of a songwriter she's only in her 20s just writing exceptional music already and um her craftsmanship is spectacular the phraseology she uses the imagery she uses has has already helped me understand god's love in in new ways um and so I, I hope that, that you will dive deep into her music. She already has some great stuff out there. Um, her latest project, I was one of the um, Kickstarter supporters of, and it came out in July of 2019. It's called Fountain to Fountain. Um, we actually got to talk to Breton in a green room in Franklin, Tennessee, and we asked her questions about her new project. But before we dive into that, let's listen to a, a sample, one of the, a piece of one of the songs from her project, Fountain to Fountain. Here's Breton Cox. You let your prince lead his body dry. music in your home like how important was music to growing up yes music was important um i did not have a super personal connection like a really strong connection with music probably until i was about 13 um but in our house um my dad just had um such a diverse taste in music and so um, he would play everything from like bluegrass to beach boys to just all these different great songwriters from the seventies. And at the time, even like Natalie Cole, people like that. Um, and at the time, like I didn't know, but I think it was definitely, definitely impacting me. And then we just sang great hymns in church. And so really early on, I was I was influenced, but it took me a long time to see like where 
and how I was influenced. And then, you know, in the teenage years is when you start kind of exploring those things for yourself, I think, a little bit more and connecting um, for yourself and kind of finding your own tastes of what you mm. like. So that it switched a little bit, but yeah. Yeah, that's good. I'm kind of interested to how how you think of your own music, like. Oh. <laughs> I know. It's a, but yeah, it's a good well, question. I'm just interested to get into your head about it. Like, who cares what? It's a scary you, place. To yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but you know you, um, a lot of your music is very worshipful. Yeah. A lot of your music is very thoughtful and almost story based. So. You know, do you just see it kind of as a mix or do you think of of what you do in a certain category? Yeah, I think early on, um, when I say early on, I really only mean like it, somewhere between five and ten years ago. Um, it was important for me to categorize like my music and my songwriting and sort of understand it. Because um, I just think like a lot of the times that's it, it, it helps us as humans when we can think that we understand something or categorize it and um so i think for for a long time i really just saw myself as a singer songwriter and a storyteller and um at some point i was so influenced by my faith that it affected my music so powerfully that i kind of i felt this thing internally that was like well do i need to be a christian artist and I, I saw it so black and white at the time where I thought that I needed to make this switch. And, oh, okay, should I just be a Christian artist? And then it just took a couple years of tension and a couple years of processing. Oh, it doesn't have to look like, I, there doesn't have to be a mold. I can make my own mold. And it's okay if I don't understand it. And it's okay if other people don't understand it. And so... So really and truly what that looks like, I think, and and at this point how I would define it is that I'm a singer-songwriter who just really, really loves Jesus, mm. you know, and, and in a way where I don't sit down and try to write Christian songs. Um, I write songs because it's just who I am and it's what I do, um, but the subject of them organically is the Lord and the Bible and um, because that's just like where my heart um, that's where my heart is that's where my head is uh, most of the time and so they really really just organically happened together and have grown together and um, it it's still something that I don't understand and I don't know how to explain it to people a lot of the times but I think the thing that I have that has worked for me so well is to not try to so hard to categorize it and just let it be what it is and let it actually define itself over time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So tell me about um, the new album and kind of the the heart and soul behind it and like what your just what kind of thematically what your vision is for it. Sure. So Fountain to Fountain, I think it started, um, so I found a specific translation of the Song of Solomon, actually, um, the Passion Translation. And I mean, most Christians are like kind of scared of Song of Songs because, <laughs> um, 
you know, for obvious reasons, if you understand the context of what I'm talking about. But um, I didn't realize that it's it's allegory for um, for Christ and his bride. And I when I read it that way and um, when I read the footnotes, it just it blew me away. And I read it over and over and over again. And so fountain to fountain is a response really to the Song of Songs and really to the relationship that Jesus has invited his bride to. And um, I, I wasn't trying to write a thematic album, but it's very, very much centered on relationship with God, um, being known intimately by God um, as... I mean, honestly, as husband, as friend, as father, um, so much of the album is about identity. Um, but really, I mean, if you think about that word fountain to fountain, um, that w phrase even uh, just came to me out of nowhere. I was like, I don't know what this means, but fountain to fountain, fountain to fountain, fountain. And it was just resonating in my spirit. And it reminds me of... Um, the, the psalm that says deep cries out to deep and um there's something mystical almost even in that statement it's like what does that mean and so i think that the album is really is that it's like deep crying out to deep the deepest places in me crying out to the deep places in god and exploring that and not being afraid of it um and so yeah i think i think that some people will probably perceive it as pretty provocative, but I think a lot of the Bible is pretty provocative and actually way more poetic than like sort of what we have made it over time. Mm -hmm. um, so, sorry to try to summarize that, is the, the, the main things, it's really going after our identity and intimacy um, and just deep crying out to deep. taken some unique direction, uh, unique oh, turns. Yes. 
<laughs> yes. Oh, man. I decided to produce it myself, mm. and I have always had a knack for that, and I've always loved it, um, but I just did not realize what a beast it would be to produce my own record, like a full-length record. And so there's one song, The Day I Was Born, where <laughs> I... Um, I did really, really basic stuff. Like I did guitar, electric piano, this cool 80s electric piano vibe um, with like this cool spacey vibe and then pedal steel. And, but then I went and I was like, oh, we've got to add bass, we've got to add drums. And you know, that wasn't working. And I'm literally like, I'm a year in and I'm like, why isn't this working? So I scrapped the whole thing and I do this like electronic drums, like double time drums like super upbeat thing and I play it for like three people and they're like um I think one person was like yeah this is cool I like it and the other two were like I don't know <laughs> and by this point I'm just so deep in the producing process that like I don't know what's good and what's not really anymore <laughs> and um so the guy that's mixing the record he sent me the earliest version we had of the song that was those things I was just talking about guitar electric piano pedal steel and a pad and a vocal and I listened to it and I was just like this is perfect mm. this is perfect you know mm. and so there have been a couple of the songs that are were, have been that intense over the last almost two years um, but it's great like they've all landed I think um, in really amazing places. It's just been a wild ride um, to get to the place where like they land and the production is what it's supposed to be. So mm, That's good. Yeah. What do you hope the listener receives like as they sort of sit with this music and mm -hmm. soak it in? What are you kind of hoping they walk away with? I think what I hope that they walk away with is the reality that God actually does love them and not just in theory but actually really personally actively loves them because I think that's what has been that's the invitation is that's what Jesus paid for on the cross is like a real relationship and I just think like sometimes it's hard to actually engage in that and it's hard to receive the love that he's paid for you know mm -hmm. and that's what so much of the record about is actually just trying to stop giving out of a place of like like a, trying to stop giving out of this like dry place where it's like has become so much about obligation but actually stopping and letting God love you. And mm -hmm. that is so offensive to us. And it is so hard to do. Um, so I hope that people, when they engage with the album, are reminded of it's okay sometimes to actually stop and let him love you back to life. And let him remind you who you are and kind of take you back to the basics yeah. of just relationship mm. um, so that's good yeah yeah awesome fun <laughs> see this is like really what songwriters like dream of is like someone like asking you like 
you know, yeah. for me anyways. But yeah. I don't really get to do that a lot because most people don't really care that much. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I hope you enjoyed that conversation as much as I did uh, having um, that chat with Bretton Cox. Oh, she's such a great gal, just um, uh, just a very talented, sweet person. And uh, if you are new to her music and uh, it's a new name to you, uh, we are thrilled to introduce her to you. Um, and couldn't recommend her high high enough. Um, so check out. Um, she, I think she has three albums that are out there on iTunes and streaming. And her latest from 2019 is called Fountain to Fountain. Um, so worth um, checking out. And um, and just, yeah, start following her stuff. It's so good. Thanks again as well to Jeremy Casella for being our guest on the first half of the show. Our hope is to be just a go-to resource for those who are spiritually edified by well-crafted, faith-inspired music. Sometimes that vein of independent music is harder to discover, harder to find, and we want to be your guide to help you along this journey. So um, we have three Spotify playlists now. Yes, (laughs) since the last episode of this podcast, we've launched a third Spotify playlist. Um, We also have lots of articles online at our website. Uh, We have several sister podcasts you could check out as well. Um, Plus even a free Noise Trade album that we released in the last month or two called Ready or Not. Um, You can uh, download that for free um, and get more information at our site, utrmedia.org. Oh, yeah, so much going on. So feel free to explore the website. You can join our email list to stay in touch or follow us on social media at UTR Media on all the socials and uh, follow along the world of gourmet music. I'm Dave Trout. Green Room Door is a production of UTR Media, an independent, listener-supported, non-profit ministry in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, and online at utrmedia.org.